Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Today is February 14. Uh, we see in today's passage where Jesus is teaching his disciples, even to the very last moment, um, uh, the teaching of prayer, um, how to do it, and also why they should do it. So we see in the Gethsemane, uh, in the very last scene, where Jesus is demonstrating um, how to pray, uh, but also uh, praying for a certain reason. Um, so I hope that today's scripture um, challenges us and also rekindle our hearts for prayer as we look into today's scripture and see how Jesus taught his disciple about prayer. Let us look into today's passage. Mark chapter 14, verses 32 through 42. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once more he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough, the hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. So what Jesus is teaching all of us is to keep watch and pray continuously. You can see in the last part of his public ministry, discipling his disciples uh, before he is arrested and taken to the cross, uh, we see that he demonstrates this teaching himself and also tells his disciples what to do at these type of situations. So what, what prayer enables us to do first is to reorient ourselves to the will of God. So that's what Jesus is doing in Gethsemane. He knows what the will of God is. Uh, that is to take his cross and be crucified at uh, Golgotha uh, so that he could be taken as ransom for many. Uh, that he knows. But it's the fear of death, the, the painful experience going through that death that, that kind of um, 
brings uh, fear in Jesus' heart because he is uh, an incarnated uh, body. He, his flesh, fleshly side uh, is, uh, is fearful of the pain that he has to go through. So we see in verse 36, he cries out to the Lord, Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Um, uh, so we see that um, Jesus is crying out because he could sense uh, how painful the death will be on the cross. But he reorients uh, to the will of God uh, to take the cross, to deny himself, uh, because that's uh, what prayer is enabling him to do. Uh, that, is, uh, that, is same, uh, that is true for us too. Uh, if we are confused what the will of God is, then we should come to the Lord and pray and ask what his will is. Then we are able to reorient our, our thoughts and our willingness, um, our own wills uh, towards what God wills. Now, second thing that Jesus teach uh, uh, is uh, that prayer enables us to overcome our fleshly weaknesses. Now, we are bounded by our own flesh, uh, and Jesus was a full God and full human, and he has expressed his uh, 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 human side as well. But we are entirely uh, driven by our flesh in many senses. Uh, so the spirit within us are, is always in conflict uh, with our fleshy desires. Um, the, there are times where we are unable to pray uh, because we are uh, succumbed by our fleshly desires. Um, but scripture testifies in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27, uh, that in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Now, in, the situa in these situations where uh, we are unable to pray, we are driven by our fleshy desires, what prayer, just coming to the Lord prayer, uh, allows us uh, to experience is the Spirit working within us, uh, Spirit letting us know what to pray for. He groans for us. He intercedes so that we could pray for, uh, uh, pray for the things that God wills for us in our, Lord, uh, in our life. So what does the Spirit do? Uh, D.A. Carson says that the Spirit brings before God the prayer that perfectly matches God's will for us. Rather than uh, being succumbing to our fleshly desire, the Spirit within us helps us uh, as we pray to the Lord to come before the Lord so that we could obey what God wills for us. Now the third thing that we find in today's scripture is that prayer prepares us for the last hour. We see in the very last verse where uh, Jesus says, Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. After a uh, long uh, time of prayer before the Lord, reorienting uh, his will to, to God's will and also overcoming his fleshly weaknesses, um, now he is ready to rise. He demands the disciples to rise and go with him because there comes a betrayer. Now, this is important for all of us because without prayer, uh, without knowing when the, the last hour is, we will never know. Uh, we will never be prepared when that 
time comes. So continuously being watchful and awake and praying before the Lord readies us for the time when the betrayer comes, when temptation comes, when the moment of a difficult situation comes in our lives. Uh, we will be able to rise and go with Christ Jesus with confidence in order to battle against the challenges that we face. So what does prayer do? It prepares us for the, uh, the last hour that is to come. It doesn't remove the cross that we have to carry. We have to be reminded that Jesus carries the cross. Uh, uh, the challenges of betrayal and temptation is the very aspect they are, that we are able to battle and fight against and, and so that we could carry our own cross. Prayer strengthens us, strengthens us so that we can stand up um, and walk towards the way of the cross. Prayer uh, keeps our mind and our hearts so that we uh, are reminded why we are carrying the cross. It is for the glory of God. So what does prayer do? It enables us to understand and remind, uh, are reminded what God wills for us. And second, it enables us to overcome our fleshly weaknesses. And third, it prepares us for that very last moment when we have to display our courage before the Lord. So just as Jesus taught us uh, through this narrative and by demonstrating this uh, in his very last moment um, of his ministry, I encourage every one of us to come to the Lord in prayer whenever you're in a situation where you would have to uh, face a temptation uh, trying to make you deny carrying your cross. It's the, it's the spirit that helps us uh, to reorient ourselves to what God wills and helps us overcome our fleshly weaknesses. And the spirit enables us uh, to be prepared as we pray before the Lord. Uh, so I hope that all of us are blessed uh, with uh, the spirit as he guides us uh, to carry our own crosses. Let us pray together. Father Lord, um, let the Holy Spirit help us so that we are reminded of what the will of God is. Um, we are equipped with um, strength so that we could overcome our weaknesses, uh, so that uh, we are prepared uh, to fight against all temptations, trying to make us deny the cross that you have given us. So Lord God, let the Spirit work within us so that we could deny all temptation and deny ourselves so that we could ultimately carry the cross that you have blessed us with. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul. 
Stepping in closer 